0: So welcome back onto the Style Stories podcast, Rachel Peru. You've been on the Style Stories before. Thank you so much for coming back on. I'm delighted to have you today. There's a specific reason I invited you back on today. Something happened with a reel that kicked off. But before we go into that, the whole topic today is around ageism, the ageism that we face in the media and everywhere. Um, If you could just introduce yourself and tell your really fascinating story about your path to becoming a fashion model a bit later in, in life.
1: It was. Good morning, Lisa. Yes, and, morning. And we've got so much to talk about today, haven't we? It's going yes, lots to cover, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I
1: started modelling at 46 um, and it's never something that was on my radar. I would never have had the confidence to do it in my 20s and 30s. So it's interesting that I started later in life and and that's when I found my confidence. I I call myself a late bloomer because I I did kind of have this new new life really in my 40s and and now I'm 52 and I feel like I'm thriving. But I never, so modelling was never on the agenda. I actually got divorced in my 40s, early 40s. And I actually went to university and did a degree in education studies, thinking that I was going to do teaching. That was going to be my next career and thought that's what I was going to be on the path to do. And just by kind of chance, really, a friend volunteered us both to model for a local fashion show one year and never done anything before. So charity thought it might be quite good fun and said yes, and absolutely loved it. I was really nervous before I did it, but came off the catwalk feeling really strong, feeling really empowered. And to be honest, I couldn't wait to go again. So I volunteered every year, looked forward to it. It was like an annual event. Did that for about six years. And then there were a couple of professional models involved at the time. And they were like, you know, you're really good at this. You're really natural. What have you thought about doing it? And that gave me the confidence to think, actually, well, maybe I could do this. I've got three children they're now grown, they you know they're growing into their own lives, they're more independent. So it felt like it was the right time for me to explore other possibilities. So I sent off really basic images, not thinking anything. I kind of thought if I got something local I live near Leeds. If I got some like bits of work, it'd be a nice hobby. That's how I went into it
0: yeah.
1: and got signed with a London agency within the first couple of months. So then I was like, okay, I've got to take this a bit more seriously. That's uh, and, very then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of, I went with the flow really. And I think because I went into the industry with no expectations, it, it was kind of, there was less pressure on me, I guess, and also by the time then, I, by the time I was with the London agency, I was forty-seven, and I think you know you you know who you are there. So you, you know, I went to agencies and, and jobs knowing they booked me because of who I am and what I look like. I'm not going to change my body type's not going to change at forty-seven. I had no desire to be anything other than who I am. So it felt like a really good time to go into the industry, and I've loved it ever since. I, I really enjoy working, and I've done all sorts of different stuff that I never would have imagined doing.
0: I mean, that is just such a curveball. I mean, my God. You yes. Know, yeah. You're doing a degree and then suddenly you're strutting down the catwalks, you're signed by an agency. I mean, that is just...
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the first year I did, and when I went into the modelling, I kind of thought it would be like lifestyle QVC type work. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've done that as well. But I thought that's what the, the kind of main work would be. So within the first year, I was found myself modelling swimwear alongside Ashley Graham, with Lizzo, with the Bahamas. And I was thinking, why at 47 am I stood here in a sewing costume? This doesn't feel right. And actually, that's the thing that really ignited my fire for wanting to help represent older the women in the industry, because we're so lacking, particularly when it comes to body confidence and, and lingerie and swimwear and that kind of work.
0: Oh, I love this because you, you do a lot of lingerie as well, don't you? I do.
1: That's kind of my favourite jobs, really, um, which really still surprises me to this day that I say that. But I think it's, it's really important for our mental well-being to see bodies that we can relate to. And I don't want to go into a lingerie shop and try a bra on and just be surrounded by images of 20 year olds. It's completely defeatist before you even walk through the changing room. So I think if you can't see something, you've got to be it. So I love doing the lingerie work.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's defeatist. It's traumatic as well, because, you know, you have to ha- see relatable bodies for you to feel, you know, the average size in the UK now is size 16 to 18. Yeah. You know, that is normal. Yeah, But the media and the shops and all of that don't really cater that much we're going to go on to that a bit later in the podcast to talk about you know where you like to shop that kind of thing what you how you feel about that as well yes. you know, for example reefs they only go up to a size 14 and it's a small 14 and it's still like that but I've got lots of positive positive messages in the podcast today to go over as well because things have changed you know you're doing you're working more than ever you work for big brands don't you as well
1: yeah i do yeah no i've been really lucky to to work with lots of big brands i've done quite a lot of work with jd williams um i've worked with most of the leading lingerie brands now last year i was in the shop window bravissimo which was amazing at 52 really proud of that one so yeah they are things i've noticed to change in the last five years there's definitely been an, and there's been an increase in older models coming into the industry later as well which i think is exciting
0: I think that's really exciting. And I think that they basically, you know, if you look at the recent series of The Traitors with Claudia Winkleman, I don't know if you watch that. I haven't. I've heard
1: so much about this. I've got to catch up. (laughs) It's
0: been really popular. I actually only watched the first episode last night. So I'm behind, but people were really talking about it. But the casting on that show was very, very diverse. And it was noticeably diverse to me. So, you know, strictly have been having uh, Paralympians and, you know, those yeah. kinds of things on in recent years. And I'd say, you know, it's only within the last five years, like you say. But the traitors, you know, the, the oldest contestant was 72. And I don't think you, you would not have had that in our youth-obsessed culture, even a few years ago. So it's refreshing and things are changing. Um, So, you know, I mean, your story is amazing. I love hearing that story. But we're talking about ageism. You had a reel that you put up with you in some lingerie. You got lots of negative ageist comments. I wanted to do a podcast around, you know, how women are supposed to be invisible past 40, all of those things. I'm just going to read the definition of ageism, which it's stereotypes. So it's how you think the prejudice towards older people, how you feel about that, you know, the discrimination. So how you act towards others or oneself based on age. So that's the, the definition of it. And it's really, really entrenched. We live in a media, the media have this youth obsessed narrative. You know, we've talked about, thank God it's changing. The culture around us is youth obsessed, particularly I think in this country as well, you have to fit a certain standard to be accepted or acceptable. You know, all of those things. Now this is the reason I started this podcast two and a half years ago. I've actually done a shift since I started it because it was becoming a midlife podcast. And my job, I'm a personal stylist, I want it to be fashion focused. And style and fashion is shouldn't it's got nothing to do with age.
1: Yeah.
0: It's got nothing to do with size. It's about your essence and who you are and having that confidence you know you said you never have had the confidence in your 20s or 30s to do what you're doing now so this this is a gift that you have of getting older so the fact that we're ignored yes largely drives me absolutely mad so let's let's not I won't dangle the carrot anymore what happened with the real if you could explain what happened and the comments that you got
1: so I do, I mean, part of my job is to create content that shows body confidence and how comfortable I am in my body so that I can encourage other women my age to feel the same way about their bodies and to start being a bit kinder to themselves. And so a lot of my posts are perhaps where I'm doing a get dressed with me, but I'll start off with my lingerie. And this was a particular Christmas outfit I was going out and it was a, a like a little black bralette with a blazer and black trousers. So it was a really smart outfit and it's what well, I know I loved it every Christmas. I was going out to a jazz club and it was, it was a perfect outfit for me. So I made a reel and because I've done this so often, I don't really think about it. And to be honest, I don't usually scroll through all the comments either. I'm quite good at just putting it out there, keeping in tune with stuff, but not getting too worked up about it. And um, it was interesting because this was particular, I did, I share it on all my platforms and Instagram is a very different response to Facebook, which I found really interesting. So there is definitely a difference in customers, I suppose, in in people watching on Facebook than there is to Instagram, which surprised me. But it was hundreds of comments, majority of them were from women. And that was the thing that struck me the most, of negative comments about the fact that I was an older woman daring to show off a bra under my jacket. And basically the whole the whole kind of context of it was put more clothes on. We don't want to see that. Save it for your husband. You're too old to wear that bra. Kind of mutton dressed as lamb. I think one man, what was one of the favorite? Will someone give Nan her medication? She's playing dress up
0: again. That was That's from a man. Yeah. That was the one that I wanted to, yeah. Yes. Did someone give Nan her medication. Yeah. I mean, my God! Yeah, and that was a man, but, yes.
1: were, but the rest of them, majority of them, were from other women. women. And it just really struck me. And normally, I let it slide, and I don't think anything of it. And I thought I should no, We need to get this conversation out there because it's 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 usually from a place of insecurity. These women have had this indoctrinated in them by society that you know we shouldn't be seen after forty, and we should all dress a certain way. And my point was that it wasn't our oh, poor me having all these comments because I'm thick skinned and I'm not bothered about it. But it's about the fact that we all think we're getting dressed to please other people in the morning that really annoyed me the most, because I get dressed to wear what makes me feel good. And I'd like to think that other people do that and I'm not dressing to please somebody else, and I'm certainly not dressing to please another woman to make her feel better about herself. It's about doing what's right for us. And it just really shocks me that women still think this way—that we get to a certain age point and then that's it, and we have to conform and dress in a certain style.
0: I mean, yeah, even Davina McCall, she's been doing quite a lot on Instagram posting. She's wearing—I mean, she's you know a fitness fanatic—and she was wearing this very short dress. And I looked at the comments in research for this podcast today. Yeah. Lots of abuse, lots of, um. I mean, lots of really positive, let's, you know, lots of really positive comments. You look amazing, you're on fire. You know, how she's 56, I think, Davina, is she, is she? something like that. And, um, but then, you know, it was at your age. Yeah. At your age was a lot. All right, love, put it away. At your yeah. age, that's way too short. Yeah. Because we've been indoctrinated with this way of thinking. And, you know, you said you don't get dressed for other women or to please other people many, many people beige themselves down because they are scared of these comments. Yeah. It's great to hear that you're so thick skin. I mean, I, I would find it hard not to get upset about that, you know, those kinds of comments. And I, have I, I had would have done. Mine.
1: Yeah. I would have done probably three or four years ago, but now I think I, I've realized that actually you, you're always going to upset somebody. You've just got to be yourself and to not take it to heart because it's actually, they're not really having a go at you because they don't know me. And, mm. and I don't have a, it doesn't bother me that someone, you don't have to like what everybody's wearing. We don't have to, because we're all, this, we're not, we don't want to all look the same. We all want to be different and that's great. But I just find it very difficult when women feel the need to pass that judgment on to somebody in such a negative way, because for somebody that might be less confident, that might really knock somebody's confidence If somebody yes. puts a poster. that could make a big difference to their mental wellbeing. And that's just so damaging.
0: Yeah, it's like really trying not to take it personally. But these people that I mean, that's what they say, isn't it? Hurt people hurt. Yeah. But for some reason they're not happy because if you were happy, you wouldn't lash out or yeah. feel the need to tell people off yeah. for what they're doing. You know it's like they're telling you off. Yes. Get back, in, get back in your box. I mean, you know, who are they to to tell you that? Yeah. I mean, Facebook, so how is it different on Facebook? The um the comments. I Was think I
1: enough? think they are more um traditional I think a lot of the women on Facebook that in my experience have definitely more traditional um mindsets an old-fashioned mindset I think the and maybe that's because of the people I follow on Instagram they're a lot more open-minded
0: oh so you think it's worse on Facebook
1: yeah definitely oh I see right definitely yeah yeah definitely a big difference
0: I guess yeah because the people well I think a lot of the youth don't do Facebook do they now I think it's passe and yeah. where I've had my where I've done Facebook ads in the past where I've been trolled it's been on Facebook yeah and not on Instagram and it's it's uh yeah definitely just I've had the worst comments on there yeah and it did put you know it, it definitely it's hard not to take it personally but then you yeah. you know you have to realize and like you say you know dress for yourself I mean that is something that I feel evolves with with your age and you know you get aging gives you crepey knees it gives you a full heart and it gives you less care and more contentment and that's so so powerful so how would you say your your sort of style has evolved over the years would you would you say that you would base yourself down a bit would you kind of
1: yeah I mean I would be dressed in top to toe black (laughs) I used to you know I've really embraced color particularly the last few years and I think the more my confidence is growing all the time because we're always evolving aren't we that I embrace color I wear a lot more patterns I never used to wear anything other than very plain colors um because A, I used to think that black would be the most slimming thing and I would want to try and hide my shape. Right. Um, and B, it just was that kind of nondescript. I would get away with just blending in if I wore black or grey. And and now I that's the complete opposite. Now I wear lots of bright reds, pinks. They're my favourite colours and much more form-fitting clothes. I want to show my figure off. I want to celebrate my figure rather than hiding it now. And I think that has that has definitely come each year my confidence grows and so my wardrobe slight, slightly
0: changes with with how i'm feeling at the time yeah i mean that is just one of the wonders of getting older definitely thank yeah. goodness is is that you do get a lot more confident it should be that way but then you've got these messages from the media telling us that we should be less confident and hide away yeah but, but with with fashion as well we've had a lot of the average height of women in, in this country in the UK and in the US is five foot three but but there's so many like maxi dresses and long things and oversized and all of that kind of stuff so form fitting where where do you like to shop I mean it's it's good that this kind of look is coming back because we've had years of oversized sort of peasant style dresses yeah you know that kind of thing everything really loose and actually everything is pretty oversized still everyone's wearing like big oversized blazers and yeah. all that jazz but um victoria beckham's done a bit more she's doing form fitting things and she's doing yeah. slightly more inclusive sizing i think i mean she's like you know she's like a stick herself but
1: yeah you
0: know and um, where where would you like to shop and i want to talk a bit about women being targeted you know brands that target women specifically over a certain age as well yeah,
1: because I've been thinking about this and the brands that I shop with are not, I think, where where people our age are meant to shop at. I don't think they, they when they do their marketing, they certainly don't aim their marketing at me, that's for sure. But I've recently discovered Skims and, you know, I absolutely love that brand. For me personally, it really fits my shape well. The clothes are really comfortable. They're really good quality. So anything that is that kind of body forming, that body shaping bodies and dresses and really simple stuff I I really I've discovered them and I really like them and when I looked at their brand I was like well they clearly don't think that somebody my age is going to wear their clothes but then the more I've talked to other women they're like oh yeah I've just discovered them too and they're so comfortable so they're missing a trick there in my opinion
0: that she's is that Kim Kardashian it's
1: one of them isn't it yes yeah
0: yes it is yeah I think it's Kim Kardashian so yeah. skims that I've seen them in Selfridges
1: yeah they're so comfortable These, are honestly they're so comfortable
0: right okay so that sounds good if anyone's listening that wants some more form-fitting clothes so moving away definitely yeah. from all of this oversized baggy stuff that we've been had around for years but I just wanted to mention like what uh, years ago one of my her- heroines actually Mary Portas like mm. I literally love her she's amazing I love yeah. listening to her podcast her posts. everything she says always resonates with me she's amazing but she did this this range of clothes a few years back for a big department store in the UK called the house of house of Fraser which actually is gone now I think yeah it's, I think it has. um and I think it was around the time the the department stores were trying to be a bit more inclusive Debenhams were the first ever department store to do uh, to use a size 16 mannequin because they, they recognised that it stressed women out when they went shopping just to see no relatable figures and role models and all those sorts of things. And around that time, she launched this range, which was aimed at women, clothes aimed at women over 40. I've got, I mean, I just find it problematic. If you tell me something's for you because you're in your 50s, it makes me run for the hills me too yeah what is that about is it because we're rebels i don't know what do you think
1: no i think it's just we don't want to be
0: put in a box
1: because of our age and why should we be put in a box you don't tell a 30 year old where to shop do you so why should you tell a 40 year old or a 50 year old i think it is just that sign of ageism isn't it for me it felt very kind of we're going to put you in this box and this is this is how you should look and actually that i didn't want to look like that
0: (laughs) that is exactly you've hit the nail this is you've hit the nail on the head this is what i do talk about quite a lot on the podcast people dress how they think they should dress mm. and that is conforming and it's okay to conform a bit because we as human beings we all want to fit in that's yeah. like a real sort of need you know to be an absolute true rebel you've really got to be a very very brave and bold person vivian westwood you know yes. who's just passed away she yeah. was I mean, she was amazing um but you know it forget about should you know it's not that so so you know the the outfit that you wore on the reel with the gorgeous tailored jacket with the bralette. you know if that was in a brand that was for over 40s or 50s they wouldn't have anything like that kind of style No. in there yeah. I mean, what sort of brands now do we get directed to at the older age it's kind of john lewis it is
1: john lewis and, and to be fair john lewis i do like John Lewis because they I have a do, great yes. because because they have a wide selection of, yes. of brands to choose from so you're not just pigeon into one place if you look at their actual own brand i can't remember the name of it now but there is one brand then um i'm not as drawn to it because I doesn't i do think it's it's kind of again a bit like that mary porter's collection of Pigeonholing us and telling us how we should look, but I like the fact that they've got a whole array of brands. Zara, I think, despite the fact that their sizing is still not good enough, they are getting better, and I do find really different pieces in there that I like that are a bit, bit different. You can find some great pieces in there that are good quality.
0: Yeah, in Zara. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of up and. I mean, at the moment, Zara's to be avoided just after the after Christmas. Yeah. And the sales. I mean, you go in there, it's like. A, horrendous jumble sale isn't it it's awful
1: yeah I tend to go in there kind of mid-spring
0: and then kind of September October time yeah so you know it's you don't need to as you get older you know if you feel like wearing a short skirt you should wear a short skirt if you feel like wearing a bralette you should wear a bralette but it's it's just that worry about what others think yeah that it's freeing once you're able to shed that and I guess in your job, though, as a fashion model, as a you know, like you describe yourself, as a silver curve model, yes. and that's because you've you've got your silver hair as well, which you were told not to do at some point. I I remember. Um, yeah, I mean, I, well,
1: no, I, I I've been great since I was a teenager, and then and then decided to stop dyeing it when I was 45 and um, I actually shared a post on Facebook on Facebook (laughs) with my friends saying this is what I'm going to do I'm going to stop coloring my hair I'm going to go gray just kind of putting it out there letting you know and although it was a lot of it was tongue-in-cheek there's still seriousness behind each other's each message it was all don't do it it's aging you're going to let yourself go it's you know there there was only a couple of people that were like yeah that's a great idea now they're like well yeah we love your gray hair can't imagine you know that you know anything other than that
0: beautiful exactly and you know it's, the, it's that fear because we've got this fear of aging instilled yes it, in us yeah rather than embracing and I also don't like the phrase grow old gracefully either I've got no. that too yeah i don't want to grow up yeah
1: i don't want to grow all gracefully i want to grow very disgracefully yeah <laughs> i'll have lots of fun i feel like a 50 i don't know i feel like i'm just getting started again in this next chapter i certainly don't feel like i'm slowing down i feel like i've got loads of opportunities to explore really keeping an open mind and i feel more confident and happy in myself and my body than i did in my youth so why should we all then be told to go away and, and not be seen and heard at that stage in life
0: it's that sort of second lease of life your kids are you know you've got none at home have you so no.
1: yeah so I've got freedom to to have this next chapter and, and be a bit more selfish I guess about doing the things that bring me joy that I want to do and you know we've got the disposable income to spend even though brands don't recognize that the over 50 market's huge for consumers so it is frustrating that they still want to pigeonhole us and put this kind of label on us once we get to a certain age
0: uh, yeah and the youth the youth obsessed thing is just yeah, yeah drives me mad so I'm glad we talked about today I just wanted to because we're at the beginning of of the year um you know people do resolutions we're in January now and people do resolutions I'm going to do this 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 and this this year goals whatever but people are coming up now with with a uh, a word instead yes i like that
1: i'd much for the prefer year
0: that. what is your word for the year Rachel? this year
1: is action this year action. Said, action yeah because i think the last couple of years coming out of lockdown the pandemic there was a lot of procrastinating and not showing what you know what sure what life was going to look like after the last few years so this year definitely feels like it's time to take the breaks off and be more intentional and be action take action
0: action right that is definitely a powerful word my word this year is vibrant and it's it's to do with all around it's you know healthy I want to feel healthy and shine a bit more and just really go for it and you know it's always about pushing back any lack of confidence so I I am like you I totally agree I each year I feel like I'm getting more confident yeah and you know being your authentic self is how you get more confidence so in how you dress in what you say you know all those sorts of things so you're dressing how you want to dress you're dressing not how you think you should dress and you know it's it's sad that women are not supporting women on things like reels and all it of is
1: that. but I think that having conversations like this just reminds women to just take a check of themselves before they decide to open their mouth to the pass judgment hopefully by listening to conversations they might stop and think next time and think about where their insecurities come from in the first place
0: Yes, exactly. It's their insecurities and don't take it personally. Thank you so much, Rachel, for joining me. I love that chat today. Pleasure. Thank you. Always great. Thanks,
1: Lisa.